you want to win by one point or fucking 30 points, KG. Right? I see you out there when the fucking stadium's all booing you. You're 30 up. You're still going full tilt. Let's see what Vegas. What has Vegas got you guys at tonight? Take a look. Let's see. Are you, are you serious? You're going to put this up right here? Look at this shit. The Sixers are supposed to win the game tonight, they think. We don't keep track of none of that shit. Who they think on game seven you're not going to get fucking 18 points. They don't think you're going to get eight rebounds? These guys don't know shit about ball. What the fuck are they doing? Doesn't that make you want to fucking kill them? Doesn't that make you want to say, fuck you for doubting me? Doesn't that make you want to step on fucking Elton Brand's fucking neck? Come on, KG, this is no different than that. This is me, all right? I'm not a fucking athlete. This is my fucking way. This is how I win. Mike thinks he's so smart. Mike thinks he knows about movies. Well, he can have his movies. He doesn't know anything about films. The users on Letterboxd, they know films. And Uncut Gems is a masterpiece of a film. Just a drink. A Okay, I think this is working. I hope this stays functioning. Was it been uh, acting weird or something? I, I can't, uh, I've got, this is a, what is this, like a 2013 desktop here and i've got a laptop i bought last year and i put skype up on both the desktop it loads on the macbook nothing it just <laughs> so the only the only issue is i was telling jared is uh i record obviously on the newer machine hoping there's less problems and when that's not working i have to unplug everything and then set it all back up so i've got like five different pieces of software capturing all of this nice. for you know Ten people to enjoy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's on here, so this is already a lost episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> Waste of time. Okay. Everybody good to go? I think mm-hmm. so. Five and a half minutes of nonsense there. I don't know if I should start negative or not, because I did just like the bare minimum of research. And uh, from what I can gather... Everyone and their mother fucking loves this movie, Uncut Gems, and uh, I do not. And this episode kind of came about because returning guest, champion of the podcast for most offensive episode <laughs> on the show, Andy from work, uh, you texted me. You're like, hey, have you seen this movie? And uh, I guess I had to, I don't know, disappoint you along with other people and be like, yeah, I didn't care for it. Didn't like it. Uh, no. Nah. I, I thought it was good. It was fine. Uh, I'll give you just a quick story of how I how I saw it. Uh, I, my brother in law was in town, and we convinced my wife to go see it. And she hates Adam <laughs> Sandler, so it was that was already an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I think we were maybe twenty five, thirty minutes in. She looks over at me. She's like, "I'm I'm leaving." I said, "Where are you going to go?" She's, I'm going to sneak into <laughs> Little Women. I was like, "Smart oh, lady." Right. Yeah, she didn't make it very far. Well, if you don't like Adam Sandler, I mean, I guess you could say this one is like it's one of his. I don't know. It kept being promoted as like one of his serious performances, which it's, it's not like he's, well, I mean, he's not doing like a Holocaust movie or something. Like it's not, (laughs) it's not like openly like watch Adam Sandler weep. Like he's still, list. (laughs) yeah, like this, if you skew it just a little further, this could be an Adam Sandler broad comedy as far as his type of character. He's abrasive. 
Uh, he screws up a lot. Uh, everyone seems to hate him. Like, it's not that far off. It's just treated, <laughs> I guess, with some life and death situations yeah, that yeah. you don't get in whatever he's doing on Netflix. But I, w- I was kind of surprised because coming into it, uh, I don't know if either one of you had seen uh, Good Time with uh, Robert Pattinson, which is the, the Safdie brothers. That's their previous movie. And so they had kind of done something of this ilk, like a crime movie that's stylistic and cool. And they were presenting someone like, hey, here's this guy that <laughs> usually sucks. Or that's the, like, the perception <laughs> of him, that they usually suck. And now we're going to shine him up a bit. And it's going to be it's going to be cool this time. But I was surprised that how taken people were with this. Like, I'm just going to prove, like, letterbox is what I have up here. Username, Jay Sabet. I took a nap between the weekend fight and the final Garnett game because I was sleepy. But a reminder that this movie is perfect. Five stars. And the consistent theme seems to be... Uh, that this is like the most tense movie you'll ever see. Um, apparently, film reviewers, bloggers have no—they um, have no idea how sports work. I guess like they don't understand. <laughs> they don't really understand gambling, so it's almost like watching a sci-fi film that people could like bet on things that they don't have control over, which is generally how gambling works for the most part, unless you're I guess a like connected guy. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if this is something where it's just appealing to like going outside of your audience where it's appealing to people who know nothing of this world, but maybe, maybe that's for the best. Cause I don't think sports movies in general, if you're a fan of that particular sport, like is ever that appealing to like a super sports fan. Cause you can kind of see how they screw it up. So I don't know. I'm going to toss this to Jared. Cause I don't know Andy's background when it comes to gambling. I know Jared though, <laughs> given that, I'm not going to say you're a Sandler type, but I have heard some of your outbursts on how things work <laughs> against you. You definitely don't have the positivity of this character that you think no. you're going to win the next one. So just just with your background in gambling, yeah, what did you think of this? Because I have no idea uh, your thoughts other than I said, hey, Jared, I hated this. Good luck with it. <laughs> I, I have the good sense to never get into that type of hole that he's dug for himself. But uh, maybe I'll surprise you. Actually, I really, really liked the film. I loved it. It was um, – Hold on. Man. Was it the one scene I told you to hold six inches from your face on the iPad? <laughs> it was not. For our, for our listeners and Andy from work, the only scene I expected Jared to like was when the Sandman here uh, sexes his mistress and lady friend as he's a creepy pervert <laughs> in his own closet. And I'm like, well, at least Jared will, <laughs> will enjoy a yeah, I recognize that. that move. I've hit it many closets. <laughs> women to come home. Oh, my God. Uh, i don't know man it's that that sort of like um vicarious like you're in this world for a couple of hours and once you're out like you're so glad that you're back to your normal life it's everything's okay it's like it's a great movie to watch on sunday because like tomorrow work's going to be okay at least i'm not uh <laughs> getting beat not up this in the guy. streets of New York. Yeah, not this guy. Like it's uh God, it's a it's an experience. Okay, let me ask Andy, like, other than the hatred of Adam Sandler, what do you think of the first twenty minutes was such a turnoff to your wife? Well, she hated the way the camera worked. I guess she said it was like shaking all over the place mm-hmm. and stuff, and she said it made her nauseous. And then 
She was just like, everybody in this movie is gross. They're all just <laughs> nasty, gross people. <laughs> Which I was like, ah, yeah. Even KG, he looks, you know, he's, he's classy. I, man, if she saw KG, it wasn't for long. She okay. was gone. <laughs> he probably didn't make it in the door, right? That was... She may have seen, but she also has no idea who Kevin Garnett. She probably thinks he's like still an active player or something. She's I mean, she like one of the many, many film bloggers. They, KG yeah. is just a character he's playing. This <laughs> yeah, <time>. right. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I follow sports and sports gambling like pretty closely. I don't actually gamble much because I don't do well, but I'm always attuned to like what's going on in that world. So I thought that was really cool the way that they, you know, used obviously Kevin Garnett today, but it was in 2012 when we were, they were able to use the footage from the games and stuff. I thought that was really cool how they did that. But, uh, they don't hold yeah, your hand either on the uh, like you said. I think you told me that uh, earlier, Mike. They don't hold your hand on the betting. They don't. They just hold your drop hand you on... into it. There's an expectation yeah, yeah. that you you know. There's no uh, usually in these type of movies. There's like a rookie or someone that's like shadowing our like main character, and they just use them as the gateway for the audience to learn things. So yeah, you don't have a secondary character, which I guess could have been like the mistress or girlfriend. Thankfully, she's not. Thankfully, she's already keyed into that world where someone's asking like, what's a triple double? Like, you know, that's that yeah. sort of thing. And you don't, you don't have them taking time, but I did have, I'll, I'll agree with, uh, with your wife on that. I did feel like the music and I've seen a lot of credit given to the dialogue is how, how it overlaps. Like people just talking over one another. Uh, it, yeah. it, it was like the aesthetics of this movie to like build tension didn't work for me. It just was like annoying. Username. Riz Lander. Ah, five stars. If you just have people yelling over top of each other, if I'm on my, if I'm in my daily life, I'm not like, wow, this is a tense situation. I wonder how this is going <laughs> to resolve. I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> why are people acting like that way? Like, nothing's going to come of this. And definitely having the music and the camera kind of float around. Uh, it seemed to, uh, to just want to like almost be like a music video at times more than like a film. Cause there are another th problem I have with it. And I told Andy this in the text there is like, I'm not really the audience for this. Uh, not because I dislike sports or Adam Sandler in particular, but like, I really have problems getting into movies about addiction and in particular, Jared, you're talking about digging this hole repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Like if, if I'm me and I win, I don't know, 50 grand or whatever it is. I'm never, you're never going to get me behind the character where I'm like, but what if I could win a hundred? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm thankful. I'm like, oh my God, I got away with something. What can I do with this money? And I'm never thinking like, but I could have more. Like, I'm just happy with what, what I got and I want out of it. Like, I don't, I don't have that gambling gene. I don't have that thrill. I'm just gracious that, as you said, my feet are not being put to the fire and I'm not being uh, terrorized by like probably like the least physically imposing like gangster brother you could have like <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bogosian who I just watched in a movie from 2000 called Gossip where it's like one of those like turn of the century like teen thrillers and he's like the the creepy professor and I, I don't know like this this guy like being the, I'll, I'll give the Safety brothers credit for that it's not like they have the rock as like the brother who's like constantly like hanging <laughs> on top of Adam Sandler but I don't know. A lot of it just felt to me just kind of false on one note. Um, and you do it for, is this over two hours long? Yeah. Just over. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think I get it. And I'm just sort of like waiting for the other shoe to drop, like, I guess repeatedly <laughs> on this guy's face. And I don't know, seeing Adam Sandler nude in a trunk, like also didn't <laughs> not doing it for me. Wasn't a bonus for you. Yeah. So no, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, 
<laughs> I'm self-aware enough to know like, okay, this has got a lot of things working against it that I can't get into. Like I, I can't, you know, I'm not someone that's going to sit down at a poker table and just like want to regale you with stories about how I won 20 bucks. I'm glad I didn't lose money. That's it. That was a stupid thing to do. So two hours of this was definitely a bit much for me. And uh, I'm, I'm still surprised at how, uh, how people responded to this one. Cause I'm trying to think like, Rounders did round like I don't remember people outside of like if you were into like poker I don't remember like teenage girls being like that Rounders was so tense like I wondered if Matt Damon was going to get away with it. Username John Stinson. Fuck. Five stars for holy shit. I'm gonna come. Five stars. I think it's just you never get a break like. There, there's periods in most movies, uh, especially rounders. There's periods in rounders where the the foot is taken off the gas pedal a little bit, and there's still that that dread there throughout the whole movie. But I don't know what it's just <laughs> nothing ever goes right for him. So it's just like it amps up and amps up and amps up, and it's just like I don't know. It, is it more like a horror movie then? That way, sort of. I, I I thought that through the movies, like it just keeps on getting worse and worse and worse. And all you're waiting for the resolution, and then, I mean, obviously it doesn't come to like the last ten, fifteen minutes of the movie, but you know how it's going to end, but you want to see how it's going to end. Well, the other thing is though, like, <laughs> do you care? Like, is because <laughs> like, <laughs> like Pretty Boy, like, like at Rounders, just continuing that example, like Pretty Boy Matt Damon, like they kind of set him up as. I don't even think they say he was reckless with his money, but he he made a bet. Uh, he overextended himself in the first 10 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. and he loses everything. And so <laughs> he doesn't have anything to come back with. So he's like, well, I guess I'm loading trucks. Like, you know, he's just <laughs> like, you know, you see him go through the struggle of like, that's what happens when you try to make a big move. And, uh, I guess there's more rooting interest that way. Cause you're like, okay, he's been punished enough. And this film, they just drop you into it where it's like, you already feel like Sandler's overextended. He keeps doing stupid things. Uh, he, for whatever reason, wants to, I guess, flex in front of KG and then lends this, <laughs> what he's he's proclaiming is this priceless you know, gem that these poor Ethiopians, Ethiopians are digging out of a hole. And then spends, you know, a solid 40 minutes in the movie pestering kg and kg's people like can you please give me that back <laughs> and the whole time i'm thinking you know it could have been easier if you just didn't want to be a star fucker and didn't want to do it i, I guess maybe it's uh it's not quite as uh, blue collar as what i want where and i hate to say that was like matt damon because i believe in rounders he's like going to law school like and he's very well kind of established but even then i get i get to see him punished and he like takes his beating and acknowledges it Adam Sandler in this movie never acknowledges that he's really lost anything. It's just he's always mid-swing to like something better. So I, I had a I had a hard time. I gave up on him, and I think I wanted him to die pretty early on. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a tough movie for me. That's tough where you're like I don't care what happens to this person, and maybe I want bad things to happen to him. That's why it felt more like a horror movie. Like am I supposed to see him as like a girl at a, a sleepaway camp, and I'm just waiting to see her. Or him, I guess, in this case, like, savaged over and over. I'm also, like, very negative. Andy knows this. <laughs> I do. Uh, so, <clears throat> I, can I spoil the ending? Is it okay if I say what happened here? I think so. I mean, this is just now coming... Well, it's coming to, like, DVD, I think, this week. So, uh, And I think the only people yeah. that would listen to an Uncut Gems podcast are not waiting to see, like, I wonder what Mike yeah. and Jared think. 
So go ahead. And this podcast probably won't drop till what June, but uh, anyway. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he gets shot in the head at the end, which I didn't see coming, and I was kind of like, I wasn't happy with the ending at first, but I've kind of made my peace with it. Like if they didn't kill him, like you said, he would have just been like, I won one point two million. Maybe I could win 2.4. So it would just have been an endless movie going on and on forever. But, uh, you know, he only made two bets in the movie. The one the guy canceled and the one at the end. And he hit on both of them. So, I mean, oh, you know, so we know that... Okay. That's a, you're arguing the other way. You're saying just let the man and work. And the enabler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made plenty of other bad decisions. I mean, as soon as he... Uh, well, like, traded KG the rock for the ring. I mean, he, like, immediately went out and, you know, what traded that to some other guy. And I, right away, you're like, what are you doing, man? Like, everything... He's definitely but, using everything. Everything that comes in his possession is being used as some sort of yeah. leverage or layaway asset. to extend more credit his way. <laughs> but if if he hadn't had that first bet canceled, it would have been a much shorter movie. I did think it was going a different direction when when that bet was canceled. I I thought I thought this is about to be like Joker. I thought this is about to be like Sandler killing everyone who got in his way because this is like <laughs> the one time he won something and someone stopped him. Uh, I don't know if that's how that works in the bad. Yeah, he was too much community. of a pussy to do. Like his character was not that kind of guy to go kill anybody. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean he's not. It, that's also that's that's strange because like in a film that like threatens violence all the time, they never try to set up Sandler someone who can handle a beating no, or throw back. <laughs> I never thought this guy. He, he's got a shot against it. No. Doesn't he get Never pushed in a fountain? Like, it's like yeah, the most dispiriting. right in the face, in the middle of public square. I mean, and he's, I mean, oh, my glasses. <laughs> I think you're also making a case of why, like, film Twitter loved it. Because that's how they, they see themselves in the sports world. <laughs> Username Jackie17. Still in shock. Will never not be in shock. Five stars. But that is, that, I mean, that is a, a good point as far as like the, the, we're used to seeing like the success of like going all in. And I mean, I guess there are occasional sports movies where like they lose the big game, but they tend to, they tend to win a game. And then if they lose, it'll be like a post credit thing. Like, you know, they tried hard. Like they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll they, stop off. They, they left it on the field. I yeah. The, they'll, they'll, Show uh, me the winning team. That, that's all you want to see? It's just the winning? So like, you, yeah, yeah, like uh, Friday Night Lights, show me the movie about the, the team that wins at the end. Sorry if I spoiled that movie too, but I want to see the team that won. So wait, that's why I remember the Titans. It's such a great movie. They won. Do they win that? I, th- I thought yeah. they just... Spoiler alert. Winner. I thought they just beat <laughs> no. racism. Yeah, I thought that's one. what they did. <laughs> they just solved it. Uh, how many, I'm going to ruin every sports movie in, uh, <laughs> in the books here. <laughs> how old is that? Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans? Is... Man, that's like 2003 or something. It's about twenty years, twenty years old yeah. at this point. Uh, <laughs> I I do wonder how like if people like like the ending here because it's in keeping with the tone of the rest of the movie, right? That he's always he's always being yeah. beat down and it's been taken from him. Yeah. So I you know I didn't know how it's going to play out. Now, I guess me I would, I would want to go the other way that somehow the KG bet is screwed up. KG gets hurt. Whatever happens, that would have been a cool twist. Well, but in real life, he didn't get hurt, so you couldn't do that. It would be well, incredibly awkward because early on, when they introduced this, the fact that his like security door jams up, I'm like, I was incredibly frustrated with it because I believe KG <laughs> was stuck in there, and everybody's yeah, barking yeah. over top of each other, and I'm like, Jesus, could they just not shorten this up? Of course, that comes back into play when the yeah, yeah. brother and the gangsters are trapped in there. 
But yeah, if he loses that bet again, is there like a more negotiation that goes on? Because now they're in yeah, a room right. together, surrounded, yeah. <laughs> separated by glass. But when I watched it with my wife, she was upset. Not that he died. I think she also wanted that to happen sooner. She was upset that like from a financial perspective, if she was like trapped in a box, sweating her ass off with like these two other <laughs> disgusting guys, if she gets out there, she wants her cut. She basically wants to be well compensated for that. And she's not just – she didn't understand the lashing out. Like, if we're in that world – Yeah, it didn't make – now that guy's not going to get his money most likely. I mean, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah that didn't make sense. Yeah, you would assume that he may kill him later or, yeah, or punish him in some way. right there or something. But, <laughs> but not he's... just kill him, yeah. Because they sit there and they do watch the whole game. They watch yeah, the whole game with him. Won. So, yeah, they uh, – I think that's the, the aspect where I blame it on the directors where they just want to keep – that darkness and they just want to make it like a cooler movie that I don't, I really don't know. I don't know if you can push a man that far. I think a better ending would have been and more appropriate to a sports gambling is he had a big parlay going on. So it would have been better if he hit every piece of the parlay and then like a half court shot just ruins it by like one point or some freak thing. And then you lose the whole bet and then they kill him. That would make sense. Cause then they have no money. The worst part of that parlay is definitely betting on an opening tip. tip. Exactly. That's insane. That is. <laughs> it could have been over right there. Oh crap! <laughs> yeah, that might as well have been a spaceship. Like that—that that doesn't exist. Like I don't. Even the most degenerative gamblers, I can't imagine somebody. Okay, I'm part of my parlay is going to be the opening tip. Who wins the tip? I've never. Yeah. Especially in my life. Money. I mean. Did either I, I one mean, of you see a uh, focus with Will Smith? It came out about five years ago, where he's. He like kind of runs like a con artist like ring. Like he's not it's not a pure gambling movie, but there is a sequence like there the the first thirty minutes is him and his fellow con artists going to Super Bowl weekend. I believe it's in New Orleans for that film. That's where it's it's set. And there's a lot of people, a lot of drunks, so they're picking pockets. They're like you know getting people's phone numbers, credit card numbers. It's that type of crime. But for the Super Bowl scene. They do set up that Will Smith has like a gambling history. Like he has these like smart cons or whatever where he's working in tandem with other people and everything they make that weekend, there's a concern that he's just going to blow it on stupid <laughs> shit. And one of the like the bets is just it's stuff like, you know, uh, which, Point you toss. know, well, it, it comes down to like pick a player on the field and I'll guess which one you've picked. What? That's the dumbest bet. <laughs> the best. Change your mind. <laughs> Not only that, but it's like the guy who's supposed to pick the numbers. Like, do you want me to write it down? And Will Smith's like, No, no, I'll trust you. And you're like, What? <laughs> <laughs> That's the stupidest bet I've ever yeah, heard in right. my life. Turn the movie off right Why now. not just no, tell me like, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. How about you guess? <laughs> it it like, definitely was meant to display like that the guy like he could like outthink every angle, but that there was something in his history to where he just he wanted it to be left up in chance. Like, you know, it, it's like you can become like almost too good of a thief that it removes all the thrills of it. Adam Sandler here is not <laughs> is not that. I do the one scene I really like is when you think everything's been resolved and he's trying to like hype himself up in the presence of Kevin Garnett. And he's like, what if we, what if we did this? What if we bet on that? And you have a man who is out there affecting the game with his skill set, And even he's saying, that's pretty dumb, man. That, you know, yeah. anything could happen. <laughs> like I'm out there. I actually can like shape what happens. And I'm still telling you, uh, you know, there's no guarantee of any of this. I did like it. I did wonder if an actual athlete would be like, 
thrilled or amused by this or be actively annoyed that his like profession that he's like worked his whole life for is just treated as just like some sort of shit show for this goofy guy to be like, what if that happened? What if we did this KG? I At times it felt a little bit like a entourage where it's like <laughs> you have like one of the side characters just really, really like enjoying being in the presence of like, you know, celebrity, not the film Twitter knew this because they don't know who this KG character is other than he's a large <laughs> black man with a future in Hollywood. Username, just Mia's life. Gosh, I have a headache now, but it was worth it. Four stars. I don't know. I, I, I think that it's one of those things that as far as rewatchability, so how, Andy, you've seen it twice now. Well, sort of. The one you sent me, it only gave me like 15 minutes. And the computer I have, it sounded like I was watching it through a McDonald's drive through box. So I got that. Are you sure that's just not uncut gems? Because that's how that's, my <laughs> wife would say that's how it sounds. <laughs> People yelling at each other. Jared, did you? Actually, I think I sent you that copy. Yeah. Yeah. I made it through. It's the first time I'd watched it this, uh, this morning, actually. I uh, made the mistake of eating while watching the movie, and my stomach <laughs> stayed in a constant state of turmoil trying to watch it i would uh i would say that uh yeah that's that's something that maybe maybe it's better maybe this movie actually is better on your phone <laughs> maybe on a smaller screen <laughs> just so we can hold it away from you uh i i also thought like as i was watching it in theaters that i wondered if this was like an hbo series if it would be more palatable to like someone like i don't know maybe not your wife andy but like no, mine I wondered if she would have liked it better if she had some time away from this idiot. Because we do watch stuff <laughs> on HBO where it's about yep. freak shows and fuck-ups. And it's like if you just have it in like 45-minute, 50-minute increments and then you come back next week. Like I, I, like the – this is a co totally different you know gender we're talking about. But like the, the women of Big Little Lies – Fuck ups left and right. Like they just like – I mean it's it's not quite the level of degenerates we have here. But it is like a soap opera where it's like watch them put themselves in a smaller and smaller box and try to claw their way out of it. So I told my brother it's kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm <clears throat> meets The Sopranos. Like, <laughs> like he constantly messes up over and over and over. But it's in this like mob world of like this goes wrong and his bet gets canceled and now I can't pawn this. And I would have definitely loved the movie if Larry David had played the lead role. <laughs> <laughs> because he can't, he can't really act – for too long and eventually he breaks and starts laughing at the premise like like in curb your enthusiasm when someone is screaming in his face larry will scream for maybe five minutes and then the sixth minute he starts giggling and laughing as someone is screaming <laughs> and spitting on him and I, I do i do enjoy that i guess break intention more um i don't know but you know what jared like even curb mm -hmm. like i really like curb I could not binge watch that. Like if Curb was like the no, Netflix that's... model, I could not take like no. a whole day of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It takes me a lot longer than the actual running time to watch a Curb episode because I have to pause it and then go walk around for a little while. Like <laughs> I cannot imagine being in the situations or some of the things that he's said and then having to deal with – I mean it's it's so uncomfortable. What was the movie you watched that you really liked because your Fitbit – uh, said that your heart rate like oh, the, slowed down. <laughs> was it Red Turtle, Red Tortoise, was, or whatever? It was a cartoon about like a a cartoon it's with no soothing. dialogue. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember Superfan Hiro approving that. I think he 
thought that was out of your character and he didn't he didn't care for it at all. He wants you to basically have a heart attack soon. Uh, essentially, and- <laughs> that's what it ends up being. I have a cathartic, like, relaxing episode of the show and Hyro's got his pitchfork and torch. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the heart rate was much higher for this one. I started having chest pains, Hyro, if that makes you happy. <laughs> Username Maria. This movie starts us right off with a psychedelic colonoscopy to signify how clenched our asses will be for the next two hours and 15 minutes. And I call this, and I cannot stress this enough, poetic cinema. Four and a half stars. What did everyone make of uh, the, uh, I guess, the mistress situation here? Because if there's a, a happy ending... Shockingly, I guess, like, even though late in the game, I was uh, very, uh, I don't know if I was afraid for her. Although, I don't think she does anything to piss you off in this movie, does she? No, not, not really, uh, no. She's pretty no. pretty cool, I think. I mean, other than being with this putz, That's I what I was going to say. I, 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 I did see a little decisions. bit of that in my 15 minutes watch, <laughs> and I was like, why is this? Why is she with him? He's not a millionaire. He's, like, got nothing, basically. And she knows him. She's around him. Yeah. She knows, like, yeah, there he is again. Yep, he's going to come in beat up. His glasses are broken. He's soaking wet. <laughs> he's crying at his desk. <laughs> they do introduce this, like, uh, leathery uh, individual at this casino. I mean, he looks like the casino type. I thought that was going to go south for her, but he turned out to be okay. I was like, oh, this guy is bad news. That's one of two <laughs> things, right? Either he's, like, you know, going to, like, sexually assault her. Like, he's just his, he's his own creep on his own. Or, you know, you're wondering if he's connected and knows who she is, like, and knows why she's there and is just meant to, like, kind of hold her there to see how the bet resolves. I thought she was gonna, he was going to take her money because he saw, he knew, knew what... She had bet on, and she had no idea. She had no idea what she. Had then done. helps her, helps her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then totally and then I cool saw her dude. Rush to the car. I thought. I, I, I thought that could have been. You know, since the movie was obviously full of sad endings, I thought there was going to be another one. But no, it turned out okay. That guy was fine. Just kind of creepy on the outside. So, uh, you don't. You can't just. That. Yeah, he just likes. <laughs> to, he likes to tan, I guess, excessively. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also had uh, a little bit like. There was one instance where I guess Sandler tries to break bad and that's when he catches his mistress out and decides to oh, yeah. play t- t- tough guy. Yeah, that's where he got tough. He picked the wrong place. <laughs> I say a club full of bodyguards and now. I, I I wondered why they even include that scene because I think I like the guy more. Like he just never struck me as someone that actually really cares like who he's having sex with. I mean, obviously there's like the, the, <laughs> the biology of it, that he's going to have some sort of like sex life in the movie. But for the most part, his thrills is where his money <laughs> is supposed to be and who he's not paying his debts to. And I, th- I thought that was a strange sequence to include in this because it's like, he takes a momentary break from like focusing on gambling and then goes right back to it. Like, I, I don't know. It felt, it felt a little off for me. Like almost like the audience should care more that this pretty young lady is going to leave him more than I felt like the actual character would. No, I I think, I mean, he wants to be liked, but he, he really wanted to look cool in front of KG. Like he wants this girl to actually like him and not just be with him for his diamonds and money and stuff. So he was probably like, Oh, I thought you liked me. Why are you with this young hot guy? <laughs> so he was probably, I think he was offended by it or something. You know, I think it, I could see it. That guy, he wanted, he wanted everyone to like him. He was trying to please there's, everybody. There's only so much a man can take, Mike. He goes into this club, 
they deny him at the door. He goes in. The guy tells him he doesn't have the, the gem on him and tells him to get the fuck out of his face. Then he finds out his girlfriend is in the bathroom <laughs> doing coke with a... I mean, you can take one or the other, but not both at the same time. Okay, so it's like uh, the the parlay of his life. of just <laughs> Yeah, he ass. lost on all those parlays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bad bet. <laughs> Actually, I, see, I, I just figured this guy would be more tuned up when he's not allowed into uh, the practice when he's not allowed to get closer to the athletes. I, I felt like that would be like the ultimate, like, I can't believe this is my life now when his buddy like leaves him hanging there. And he, he looks like a chump standing outside of it yet again. I'm I'm wondering, are we, are we supposed to like Jared likened it to curb your enthusiasm? Andy, do you think we're supposed to like kind of point and laugh at this guy until, until the end? Hmm. I mean, he definitely could. I don't know if that's what they were going for. I mean, he was supposed to definitely look pathetic, right? I mean, just a man at, at the end of his, you know, string there <laughs> but i don't know if they wanted us to like say what a loser like and laugh at i don't know i mean i was rooting for him but i'm prone to root for a protagonist so if you get into like drugs or alcohol though like there are definitely moments where i mean you can you can look at someone and say i, I hope nothing bad happens to them like i hope they overcome this especially if you're watching a movie about it but there yeah. are also scenes where, like, if they endanger someone, their family, like if you if you have a a sequence where they're they're drunk and they crash and they you know they hurt someone else, that it feels like in those films they're saying, okay, it's okay to say this guy, like he deserves some sort of punishment coming his way. <laughs> and this film, come on, you're introducing someone who looks like this, who's got a <laughs> mistress like that, <laughs> who's hanging out with KG, leveraging KG's own championship ring. I just, I just wonder how many times we're supposed to like be like, I hope, I hope he's able to like get her back, or you're just like, no, I hope everything <laughs> is stripped of him, like I hope everything is taken away. Um, yeah, and then I guess there was that one scene where he like take his son to his other apartment where his other girl <laughs> is. That scene, I was kind of like, man, this guy's a douche. Do, I do remember. Kinda doesn't he ask that. the neighbor to like allow his son to use That's, the bathroom yeah, yeah, in his neighbor's right, place, and not he his wouldn't own? take him in the apartment? Yeah, yeah. And he had to go to a few neighbors, I think. Are you allowing that guy and his? Are you allowing his kid to come into your house? Just the, I'm just saying, just the look of Adam Sandler, because I don't want to get back into hereditary territory where we're saying the kid's ugly or anything. But it, no, well, it's clear. Yeah, <laughs> the kid looked fine, but uh, <laughs> it looked fine. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the neighbors clearly didn't know him, so and and he was still skeptical. He was like number one or number two. All right, come on. But uh, if they knew him, they'd probably be like, get away from me. They clearly didn't know who he was, so they were like, all right, your kid only. You stay out there. So I, I guess I'd, I'd let the nice little kid come. I, I can't remember why why he even stops in. Is it just to check and see if she's moved her shit out Make while sure he's she's driving not, uh, the family home? all over the apartment. <laughs> didn't she leave him I, a message saying she was going to do something? But he something? has his whole family in the car, correct? Yeah, he's like, right. I gotta of stop, all the times, yeah. I got to stop at my uh, apartment in the city just right. to check on something. I don't know. I, the whole yeah. time, I want bad like things. Like I said, that scene to was the one where I rooted for him the least. It's weird though. I want bad things to happen the whole time until he's actually shot in the face, and I'm, then I think, well, that was dumb. Oh, too far. <laughs> that, was too, that was too far. <laughs> <laughs> you should have shot him in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I I felt like the the goon squad worked hard that day, and they were working overtime, and they were sweating, and they were for the worst thing. Worst thing in this is to be forced to listen to Adam Sandler do color commentary on his bet for a game, for a playoff game. Oh, my God. I can't imagine, like, how long that basketball game 
felt to sit there. Like, Jared, you and I have some friends that love to talk during oh the sports God. game. And I can't imagine being locked in a box and have to listen to one well, of them go on and on. If there's one thing that I hate about gambling is having other gamblers like try to come up to you and like explain their prop bets and their parlays and stuff. Like I, the whole thrill of gambling is you and what you're gambling. Like apart from watching this movie, uh, you know, for the intended purpose, but like just talking to like buddies, like, Hey, look what I got on this parlay. It's like, I don't give a shit. And I certainly don't want to watch you like watching the game. And like, aren't you getting excited? I, I'm about to win. Like, I, it doesn't matter. It's not your it's money. Like fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares like, about I, it's not my team. money, not my clowns, not my circus. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. So there, I mean, obviously there's going to be, uh, some specific cases where you can make it like an interesting story for a few minutes at most, but well, especially if you get a bad beat, then I want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, talk to me then whenever you lose by like a field goal, whenever there's, you know, times running out and they don't have yeah. to kick it. Then I want to hear about it. Your misery. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like there is something in the gambling world where it's, I mean, as far back as I can recall, it's always been rude to like discuss money or like what you make, like with not. I mean, especially a complete stranger. But you know, it's just something like you know, religion or whatever, politics. There are certain little dicey topics you stay away from at the Thanksgiving table. But yeah, if you lose, there's I don't know people. People will lean in a little closer if they know you're not about to spout off on like how you just won ten grand on something. Because if you yeah. won ten grand. Like what are you just are you trying to make everyone else feel bad or like what did you do with it? Like there has to be like a sort of PS to the end of that story that you then immediately blew it, on <laughs> strippers or something. To where, then I want to hear that story. I don't want to hear like that you're just uh, you paid off your mortgage or something. It's kind of like the brotherhood of gamblers type of therapy thing. Like you know you tell everybody about your bad beats or how you lost this, how you lost that. It's like you said, it's. Uh, bad manners to go on about how much you win. Like nobody really cares if you won. Like it's unless you're like, you know, <laughs> let's go out and everything's on me or something other than that. <laughs> yeah, right. Then I'll listen then, to you. <laughs> then I'll definitely listen to you again. <laughs> Can you think of another uh, type of movie uh, like this uh, where they actually went, to, they went to like the extreme that they did with this character where we're, we're going to have him like go right up the edge <laughs> win and then take literally everything away from him by like putting a bullet in his brain. Like I, I can't, <laughs> I just, I can't think of another movie where, uh, in the span of like, you know, 20 minutes, we're going to have that ebb and flow. Cause as Andy was kind of talking about where he just wants to see the winning teams, even if the film ends with like the team losing, there's still some sort of like moral win that they have at oh, the end where they try to come. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's another sports movie. We are Marshall. You see that one? <clears throat> I think I did. That's the plane crash, right? The from yeah, the seventies. So yeah. <clears throat> McConaughey builds this team back up from like nothing. They're just they're terrible. At the very end, they finally win a game, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we won!" And then <clears throat> they, you know, always kind of put the words up on the screen mm -hmm. to tell you what happened next. They're like, "Marshall didn't win another game that season." <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> That's the part I want to see. Uh, I was like, they they, they they ripped the rug out from us. I was like, all right, a good football movie. The team wins. Everything's going to be cool. And then they're like, this was all they ever had. <laughs> they is that, is that just be, like to justify that it was a movie? Because you tell me that like the whole team dies in the plane crash, right? The coaches, yep. the team. 
so I don't have any expectation for them to win. Like they don't need to win for me. That that's horrible. Like those people, <laughs> you're not resurrecting them or like the program. Like obviously you're just having fill in players basically. So I don't, I don't begrudge them like wanting to end on <laughs> winning one game, but do they, do they think people are like need to have like to be soft and jaw, <laughs> like with the, like, the little credit saying like, and they were losers from that day going forward. <laughs> I mean, they did also say like, you know, uh, this saved the program. And, and I think like later on in like the eighties or early nineties, they, they had some real success and, you know, if, if not for them keeping the team alive, it wouldn't happen. But just the first, I, I, I could be wrong, but, I've seen a while since seen it, but I think the it. I mean, they're they're on the. They've rushed the field. Everyone's happy, and it's just like Marshall didn't win another game that year. And you're just like, ah, oh, oh. Well, show me the team that did. Did the team that just lost win every other game? I would rather seen that. I think in this day and age, I always respect a movie like it just ends, and then if you like want to know the sad details later, you can immediately get on your phone and yeah, like right, look up. Right. Like I, <laughs> I don't know if like. Uh, I go to the movies with the expectation that there's going to be a Wikipedia entry immediately following like the actors <laughs> going, going off screen. Uh, although I do, I did think uh, this being fictional, obviously that's that's not going to be the case. I did wonder uh, what does this uh, hot young thing do with all this money? Like, what is she like? She, she is totally like free of nonsense at this point. She doesn't have to deal with him with the idiot who did this. Like, as you said, Andy, probably wanting to take that sack of money and be like, what else could we do with it? We could do something yeah. else. Yeah, I imagine she shows up at the jewelry store, sees him dead and everything, and just, oh, all right, well, I'm out of here. I would I, I would have liked one more sock to the jaw where even though he dies, she still betrays him. She doesn't know he's dead, but she's getting the hell out of town. Like oh, okay. <laughs> That was the plan all along. Yeah, right. One more parlay loss. Been, actually, that would have been pretty good. <laughs> The ultimate too. betting loss. Username Edgar. I don't have much to say. Four stars. I don't know. I'm still I'm still puzzled that this this was like a financial hit, critical <clears throat> hit. Fifty million. Yep. Yeah, it's it's the A24 just as these uh you know they're they're kind of hipster independent movies, but this is the biggest yeah. film they ever released, uh, and got a lot of love. I did see that Sandler tweeted out if he didn't get nominated i think it was nominated if he didn't get nominated for an oscar for this that he was going to make the worst film ever made like he's going to swing back the other way and try to top all of his like reviled <laughs> comedies he's done for netflix and like uh i don't know if he's really like pushing for that or if that's just his natural <laughs> like i'm sure i can do something with rob schneider and everyone will hate it so i can like hold up to this i bet. think he's buried his chance of any oscar nomination already i don't care what he makes like they're always going to think of him as that goober from Billy Madison and stuff, you know, they definitely like the a narrative of someone like redeeming themselves, but he's definitely shoveled a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> in that yeah. So, uh, that one, I also saw someone say the same thing about to Jennifer Lopez for uh, hustlers. Did you, either one of you see that came out last year? Mm, didn't see that. One. Oh, uh, I actually, I heard that she did get some consideration. Was she nominated? Mm -mm. She was another one that they but there was con yeah consideration. They for thought kind of like Sandler, like oh maybe this is the one, and uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone tweeted out like, hey maybe it's because they did shitty movies for like twenty years <laughs> and people like can't get that out of their head. Actually, both Gen so didn't Rotten Tomatoes just destroy that Geely movie? Wasn't that was Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, right? Am oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't they yep. just trash that movie? That is that is considered one of the worst of all time. Yeah, one of them. And then Rotten Tomatoes also just think Adam Sandler is awful. Don't they, don't they just always yeah. give him, did they give him bad reviews for this one? 
No, I didn't oh, know this one was exact uh, opposite, actually. This one in glowing punch drunk love, probably. Yeah. Maybe the only like two. Yeah. yeah. Uh it's funny, like Sandler he has fans, like filmmakers, directors seem to like, oh I'd love to work with him. And I I'm, I mean I'm not knocking the guy because I've liked some of those comedies, but I, I've liked some of his serious movies. I liked Funny People. Click was pretty serious. I, I thought that was a decent movie. I didn't see that. Was that the one where he can like go back in time or he's got a remote? Time? He gets the remote. The only funny part was he he went to Bed Bath and Beyond, and in the Beyond section, Christopher Walken sold him this remote that he can like control control time with, and he like fast forwards throughout his like whole life, and then before you know it, he's like old and fat and dying. And Wait, why, why does he fast forward though? Like what? He just wanted to skip through like the boring parts of his life, and then the remote would <laughs> that was kind of like kind of like Amazon or something. It's like oh, we've noticed you don't like arguments with your wife we'll skip them for you you don't like watching plays that your kids are in we'll skip those see i do kind of like this i like this premise if they actually if they played it as an extremely dark comedy and he likes nothing about his life and it fast forwards to him dead like yeah. <laughs> my death, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right anything else on uncut gems like you two liked it right i did not I, yeah it was it was good did you know how I actually read this part? Uh, they tabbed uh, Jonah Hill to be uh, Adam Sandler's part before oh. Adam Sandler actually made the movie. I don't know how that would have worked out. Uh, I mean, I could definitely see the desperation uh, of him. God, you're really – I mean, what Jonah Hill are we getting? Are we getting like the <laughs> the war dogs, like super bad, like yeah. <laughs> extremely large? Because him and this – you know, Sandler's already a tough pull with this guy. Mm-hmm. Or with the uh, with this woman wanting to be a- attracted to him because I assume yeah that's true. <laughs> I like Andy. If you have like ball players coming in to deal with this guy, are you not telling me that at least one of them is going to be like, oh, she's attractive. Why don't you come <laughs> hang out with me? Like she could find some other wealthy, flashy guy yeah, to be around be who's gone. not being well, punched in, in the face. <laughs> danger of uh, being poached, you say? Yeah. Yeah. So Jonah Hill, I don't. I guess I could see it. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it would have been as successful though. Like I, I don't think people. I think there were some people that probably were tricked, kind of, and like, oh, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is a gambler. Like, what silliness and hijinks will he get into? And they may, <laughs> may have got more than they bargained for as far as uh, the patheticness of it. But Jonah Hill, I think, is going to read as pathetic from the <laughs> word go. <laughs> Well, I got what I wanted out of that revelation. Of I like. I mean, I like Jonah Hill, but I'm trying to think has he ever played like the Man, hero sure like of his own movie? God, he can play pathetic <laughs> to a T. <laughs> Username Philippitu. This was genuinely a struggle to watch at times, and that just adds to its brilliance. Four and a half stars. I mean, Jared, his most heroic moment probably is super bad where he carries an unconscious Michael Sarah <laughs> in his arms. Like that's probably his, his hero's journey. And it's, it's played as, you know, homophobic. <laughs> We're meant to laugh at him. <laughs> I got it though. I thought it was sweet. I like that I movie a lot. I love that movie. Either one of you see book smart that came out last year. That's like not. basically a super bad remake, but oh, with the girls. ladies, right? Yeah, yeah I did not. It, it looked all right, but I didn't see it. it. I mean, it's mostly fine, but they don't. <laughs> uh, they don't. They don't go for that sweetness. It was weird to see, like you know, you expect two girls to be like closer and stuff, and it's like kind of mean and you know, it's very cutting at times. I don't, I don't know if that's the difference between like men and female relationships, especially as they're portrayed in pop culture. But like, it's super bad. Those two guys like get into it. 
and like lie to each other and put each other in fixes. And then the next moment they're like, I love you, man. Like, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> and they're it's over. each other's noses. Yeah. And you just accept it. And I think with the uh, seeing two girls do it, you're like, Ooh, I don't know if they can come back from this. I don't know if I want them to come back from this. Yeah. They're probably more vicious. I did see that like middle school version of super bad was called Hellboys or something. It was not Hellboys. I like that title a lot better. <laughs> I know no, what you're talking about. It was, but it was like three middle school kids. They end up with like a sex doll somehow, and oh, I didn't know trying that. To sell it or something. I forget what? what. Jesus, what the heck was it called? We saw it in theaters. It was a good movie. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> boys from Hell. Good boys. Bad boys. I don't know. Something I think like it's something. It's good boys, but I love <laughs> Boys from Hell. <laughs> <laughs> so your wife liked that one. Yeah, we both enjoyed that one. Saw it in theaters too. Is that R-rated? I think so. Because the kids are like cussing and stuff. That's that's weird. That's that's to me the target audience for that was like if you couldn't, you know, if uh, your older brother liked Super Bad or you want to see it here, your training wheels. So it's weird to me yeah. that you're mentioning <laughs> that they're trying to sell a sex doll because I don't think that even in Super Bad they never had access to that stuff. No. All right, I think that'll I think that'll do it. Andy, thanks for coming back. This will air six months from now, and you'll get to hear. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll bug you about it before it actually comes out. Are you going to release this? Show canceled? Well, it's just so you'll you'll forget what you said, so you can now enjoy it as a listener <laughs> as opposed to as a participant yeah. of the show. Yeah, I may have to like you know do some editing and read off some of these like glowing reviews of this because I <laughs> immediately come in and I'm like, ah, I didn't care for it. It's annoying. Um, but people love it, and so I'll probably if if anyone listens. Movie. Other than, you know, Andy and Hiro, I will get some hate <laughs> tweets about it. Now, it's rare that I get to listen to an episode where I've actually seen the movie, so this will be one of them. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but, that. uh, uh Almost yeah. Almost every episode I do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, since we're, you know, just focusing on one movie, uh, and we have a hard enough time producing episodes, Jared and I are really trying to cut down on the amount of uh, investment we have in the show. It's like, all right, not, not two. Let's just do one. And Let's just have a movie on. podcast, and uh, I really don't care to watch movies, but I'll do <laughs> one a week. That's it. Andy, you got anything you want to pimp out yourself? Uh, can can anyone find you anywhere online for your reviews of uh, Hellboys or Boys from Hell? or? <laughs> I guess I could find the title and post it to my uh, Facebook <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Oh, you know what? I'll post it on the Sober Cinema page. How about that? There Does you go. go to that? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to it once. I know that. Yeah, that was the awkward exchange. I was like, oh shit, someone I know in real life is actually <laughs> listening to this. Like, how do I handle this? And what have I said? All right. Thank you for listening to uh, Sober Cinema for what is presumably the three year anniversary of Uncut Gems uh, being released. <laughs> Username Horace Applebee's. Good movie. No star rating given. <laughs>